1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the McEachern Coaches Show with your McEachern
0: head coach, Franklin Stevens. All right, welcome in everybody to the McKeachern Coaches Show with the head coach of the Indians, Coach Franklin Stevens with us. Coach, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. Been better, but I'm doing pretty good. I hear
0: you. I hear you. Well, you know, it uh, it's the way it goes in high school football. Of course, we're talking about McKeechur and their opener didn't go quite the way I'm sure that, uh, that that Coach Stevens and his team and staff would have hoped for. But let's start right there, Coach. It was a tough one, 35 to seven loss to North Gwinnett.
1: Yes, and uh, you know, like you said, it's always tough. Uh, you never want to lose. You know, we don't do this thing, to, despite what people believe. Sometimes we don't, we don't coach and do all the things we do uh, to lose football games. But, you know, you have to give North that credit. Uh, very good football team, especially defensively. You know, we saw that last year. Uh, we played them at the end of the season. And, again, this year, you just hate that when you put that much preparation in something that it doesn't go the way you want to go. However, uh, game one, as I, you know I told a lot of my guys, uh, it's an experience, I and mean, it's an experience for a lot of you guys. So, uh, you know, every snap for some of those guys is a new experience, and uh, there's a lot of room for growth and development.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, again, uh, you know, the, the off offseason ha- has really kind of created an air of uncertainty. Um, and, listen, I-, I know that certainly you're not going to, to, to uh, you know, blame anything really. This happened in the off season for the loss, uh, you know, this weekend against North Gwinnett. But would you say uh, the loss of repetitions, maybe some of the off season stuff? I know different teams give it different credence. That is the seven on sevens, the OTAs. Some teams are a little bit more heavily involved in that than others. Talk about y'all's off season preparation under normal circumstances and how that was affected and if that indeed and at all went into a factor in the loss Friday night?
1: Well, you know, there's a lot that we missed out on. You know, hopefully there's a lot. Like I said, I don't know if I said to you last week, if everybody was doing the same thing, we all should have missed out on a a, a bunch. You know, for us, when we left that particular day, maybe March 15th or whatever it was, you know, we didn't have any more physical contact with our guys until – third week in June, something along those lines. Maybe June 18th, I don't even remember the date now. And, you know, we did some things, but, you know, a lot of kids, they didn't do anything. So they didn't do anything from March or whatever. You know, we started eventually getting on June, excuse me, Zoom and doing some of the workouts and things, just trying to build them back up. And then, you know, you're trying to encourage them to do uh, uh, just something. You know, guys, they're restricted to their home. Uh, they don't have weights and different things to work out. So you're, you're missing all of that. And, you know, within our program, we like to believe that from March until really uh, May, spring, projects though, we, we get a lot done. Uh, you know, especially our morning, the GLEs, working. Uh, some of our guys in track and then spring football. And we just believe that a lot of that is where we build out the foundation of our team from mental uh, and physical toughness. To get through that you know when guys are on their own uh, you know, they're not gonna push themselves the way they need to be pushed or they're not gonna always do things right however you know you go into the summer you miss a lot of work that you normally do during the summer a lot of it has to do with running like right now uh, we're not in the conditioning our life for us to be in uh, the other thing is we had some guys who gained some weight during the COVID part and we haven't been able to get that weight off of so uh, you can throw into a lot of things, but you know we should be on equal footing with a lot of people. And I know you got guys on their own. They went out and some guys, you know, you can see social media that they're out with trainers and whatever they may be doing. But at the end of the day, like you say, you know, it's one of those things we miss a lot. You know, everybody else missed a lot. There's certain things that you do in your program that you believe is a stapler. You believe it's the foundation of your program. and When those things are, are not there. You know, one of the things that you depend on in the second year is the offseason. And when you miss the offseason your first year and then you come back the next year and that's, that offseason is interrupted along with some of us, it's tough. But, however, you know, we can't make excuses. Uh, uh, we got to get our guys uh, ready to go. and you know, we got to do a great job getting those guys coached up. And they've got to do a great job responding to it.
0: Coach, uh, I'm starting to to sound kind of like a broken record. And by that, I mean not with you, but I do a a number of uh, shows um, with with different coaches. And it Mm -hmm. looks like uh, the the ones who who, uh, unfortunately came out on the losing end um, didn't really play that bad, but had episodes of turnovers, enough sloppy play to where it made the difference. And, Coach, that looked like uh, what happened to you guys because you, you certainly uh, held your own in terms of total yardage against North Gwinnett. But it looks like penalties and turnovers was kind of the name of the game in terms of, of what doomed you guys. Uh, expound on that for me, if you will.
1: Well, it's hard to overcome two pick sixes. and uh, Yes. You know, so we can tune in sessions for touchdowns and- you know, those things, they're going to happen. Uh, We had a chance one to tackle, one of them was opportunity to tackle the guy and we didn't get him down and, you know, you had to be able to do that. Uh, Penalties, you know, those things happen. However, the penalties can, they can be taken care of because of the fact that those are perceived penalties. They want personal fouls, they want holdings and, uh, you know, referee judgmental situations. Those are things that we can control and that's that's some of our mental toughness that we've got to have. you know a lot of that came unfortunately on the offensive line just moving a little, easier, moving too soon or jumping you know their defense is kind of moving around and you know they are applying a lot of pressure. but as far as as you said having bad spots, you can you know we may be seeing game nine or ten and still talking about picking bad spots to play and you know it's one of those things I call it the roller coaster effect, you know. You see it at practice a lot of times where you're up and down, up and down, and you know you want to get guys to play at an uh, even kill. But uh, we feel like those things that you know we can overturn. If we do a better job protecting the quarterback, then you know he hopefully receivers can open. and We can make better throws. Uh, not putting finger point and putting the issue in any one place, but you know I told you last week we're we're very young on the offensive line. We got some size up there, but we were very young and we're still immature up there. And uh, you know, just being up on those lights for the first time, it affected some of them. However, we've got to get those guys to really play the way we believe they can play. And when we're able to put those guys together, we've had some guys out it has been like musical chairs. And you know, I was an offensive lineman and I realized that there's continuity that you got to have up front. And we haven't been able to put that continuity together for one reason or other. So we're, you know, that's the thing that we're banking on over the next couple of weeks that we can get these guys and, you know, get that continuity where we don't have a, a guy here, a guy here, a guy here, where we've got five or six guys and they're collectively working together to get better.
0: Absolutely. We are talking with the head coach of the McEachern Indians, Franklin Stevens on the line with us, all part of our weekly McEachern Indians Coaches Show. We'll visit with the head coach of the Indians uh, each week as we talk about the previous week's game and the next opponent coming up for McEachern. This was the season opener for the Indians, and we'll be talking about their next opponent coming up here in just a little bit. All right, so I talked about, uh, again, besides the mistakes, uh, you talked about the two pick sixes. Uh, that North Gwinnett had, yeah, that's tough to overcome. I mean, you're basically just giving them the 14 points there. But, Coach, in terms of total yards, you outgain them by over 100 yards. So, that's a positive. Let's talk about that for a second. I would think that going back looking at film, uh, you had to be pleased with your overall offensive output.
1: Well, we feel like we left a lot of yards on, on the field. And, you know, it's one of those things I'm not sure, you know, what other guys have told you. But when you go back and you evaluate the film, you always go, there's one, there's just one issue, you know, like every play that keeps you from being successful. And you're going, man, it's it's at that point where it can't be at that point. <laughs> and, you know, whether that's an incorrect route or, you know, protection not holding long enough or, you know, just not finishing a block or, uh, you know, a bad cut here or there, just always just that. You know, you're talking about things that we miss. Just those reps, those thousands or hundreds of reps it takes for you know kids to get themselves better. We just we just in that phase. That unfortunately, we had to go out and play a game, and uh, you're gonna have to play yourself better this year. You know, normally guys do play themselves better, but this year you gotta you gotta if you're gonna have a chance to be successful, you gotta one you gotta stay stay healthy. The other thing is you gotta play yourself better week in week out. You just you know, when we talk next week, regardless of what happened in this game, we've got to have played ourselves better. You know, one thing is to lose a game, but uh, the other one is to, as guys always say, well, we don't want to beat ourselves. That's the thing you want to make sure that you're not beating yourself with all the penalties, the turnovers, missed tackles, uh, those types of things that you know cause you to lose a Cause you lose a game.
0: Well, and it certainly did, I think, uh, Friday night because, uh, again, you look at all the the things that you needed to do, uh, Mm -hmm. yards gained, first downs. You guys had a decided advantage uh, on uh, North Gwinnett in first downs through the first half. But, uh, Coach, I believe it was five uh, penalties, a couple of turnovers, and those timely plays that you just talked about earlier – that really uh, boiled down to the difference in the game.
1: Yeah, that is that is correct. When you look at it, like so, we felt like we—that's the thing that probably got more frustrating than anything. We felt like God, I was thinking during the game we had some great field position opportunities and didn't take advantage of them. And you know, defense, like I said, we played we we played—I felt very well for an opening game up until about midway of the third quarter, and then it's almost like well you know, we begin to wear down and that's, that's not where we want to be. And I just feel like that's just some of that stapler of stuff you've been missing that you normally do during the summer. You know, you think about runners who run distance, you know, they build up that volume and uh, we haven't built up enough volume to, to, to withstand that, especially against a very good football team. You know, what we did the other night may have beat a lot of teams, but based on the guys we play, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not the answer. So we realized that and, I mean, it's just the schedule we have, the competition that we play. But like I said, you know, we did have we had some guys who did some very good things for us. We we just didn't take advantage of certain things, and when you play people of that caliber, you've got to take advantage of them.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about a couple of series, Coach. Yeah. Uh Early in the game, um, I know that uh, they were able to, uh, to jump on top Uh, six to nothing. You guys did block the point after attempt.
1: Uh,
0: And then you you guys are able to come back as you guys go about 60 yards. And I think it only took you three or four plays to get there. You guys are knocking on the door. You're looking at tying it up, if not uh, quite possibly going ahead. You got a first and ten. At their twenty-yard line, but then some of the mistakes that we talked about <laughs> earlier start rearing its ugly head. You know what I'm talking about. I can yes. hear it in your voice. But talk about what happened there. First and ten at their twenty.
1: First and ten, we get a we get a penalty, <laughs> and we get a legal procedure, and then we go we get a, a another penalty, and we go from first and ten to first and twenty. And all of a sudden, you got you got some issues. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the issue, whereas we may have been third and one. Yep. And we took a shot to the end zone, and that may be where the pick six came from. That's right. And all of a sudden, instead of having an opportunity at a field goal to be six three or possibly seven six, you end up going down thirteen to zero. Exactly. But, you know, and I you know, give our kids credit, you know, they didn't flinch that we turned around and had a great kickoff return and went down on the next series and scored, and now the score is thirteen-seven. Uh, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're moving down the field again. Right before the uh, second half, we're in uh, we're in great shape. I'm not sure if we're inside the twenty or thirty again, but we end up throwing the interception right before the right before the half.
0: Yeah, at so their twenty-seven yard line.
1: Yeah, that killed an opportunity of points right there. So, you know, when you say you left points out there, those are the things that you've got to be able to capitalize on. You know, hopefully when we went in at half, you know, it would have been great to go. You know, you don't give up the interception for a, a touchdown. And, you know, you can go back and play with numbers any kind of way you want. But, you know, at that point in time, the score really, we would like to have had it maybe 14-6 our way or at least 10-6 our way, being worst-case scenario 10-6 our way.
0: We are going to take a quick break as we are visiting with Franklin Stevens, head coach of the McEachern Indians, here on the McEachern Coaches Show. And when we come back, we'll pick things up with McEachern still very much in the ball game, down only thirteen to seven. So we'll pick it up right after this. Stay with us. All right, we're back here with the head coach of the McEachern Indians, Coach Franklin Stevens. Coach, uh so halftime thirteen to seven. You guys had your chances there, uh, in the first half and at the end of the first half especially, uh, but still thirteen to seven, it's anybody's ball game at that point.
1: That that is correct. And you know, that's that's the thing, you know, with that group. We knew that group was pretty good. And when you're playing team good football, you know, you're putting two teams together that are good football teams. You're hoping, or uh, you know, one of those things. You just know it's not going to be a blowout, so you want to get the game to the fourth quarter with a chance of winning. And you know that's kind of always to go when you're playing good competition is you just you want to keep that keep it close. Now, if you're on the opposite side, you know you want to try to pull it away. But worst case, you know you want to try to keep it close. And uh, you know going down, going into the half, 13-7. You know we felt like hey, you know we can kind of get some things going offensively because of the way we were playing on defense. That we will have a chance to be successful.
0: Absolutely, coach. And, yeah, go ahead. And
1: I thought for two, like you know, for two series on defense, we played very, very well in the second half. You know, we went three and out, got the ball, and uh, maybe they got the ball first and went three and out. Then something that's happened, and they try to fake field goal and missed it, and you know we're not up. Excuse me, but once again, we've got the ball in what I would call good field. Anytime you can get the ball forty plus. Uh, I think that's a good feel. But once again, you have to give their defense credit. They, uh, they go out and stone us and we end up putting the football back to them. And that's kind of all of a sudden like we, whatever you got to have at that point in time, we've lost it defensively. We just don't tackle well. And all of a sudden there's a, a pileup of guys together. We've got you know that old thing where you don't believe that somebody else is gonna make the tackle get you behind to the football. Yes. But so we have some guys who believe that somebody else would make, make that tackle. And uh, their guy pops up out of there from a pile up and you know, makes a long touchdown run. And all of a sudden they go up, I think at that point in time. They either go up uh twenty one to zero because uh, because of the two point conversion or it might be at twenty one seven or twenty yeah. seven. And, uh, you know, we get the ball back and we move the ball or do whatever. But once again, they get it and they go on a, a long drive. And, you know, they finally knock it in. Or I think that's what happened. They knock it in. And we come back and don't do much. And, you know, it kind of goes back and forth at that point. And then towards the end, we end up throwing that, the last uh, interception for touchdown.
0: Yep, and uh, really that was uh, the, the, the name of the game. Uh, again, coming out of the half, uh, 13-7, to North Gwinnett gets its run game going. Uh, Coach, they had a staple of uh, three pretty good backs that uh, seemed like once they got the run game going, they were hard to stop. They got a little bit of momentum. I think they probably wore down the interior of your defense there in the third quarter. Talk about that, and was that really kind of the difference in the ball game?
1: Well, I thought that, you know, I wouldn't say it was interior because of where it was hidden. You, uh, and, and sadly, I, I remember making the um, comment at the end of the game, you know, to one of the uh, reporters, and it was a little sarcastic. But I said, man, they ran, it. they ran that trick play. They kept running over and over called inside zone. Yep. So it, was, it wasn't nothing that, you know, we hadn't seen before. It was just that we didn't fit it right. And it's just amazing. You just sit there and go, hey, you get those guys created on the opposite side of the ball. They kept running it because we kept fitting it incorrectly. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things when it's all over as a, as a head coach, you go, well, how in the world could we not fit that play correctly? But we we just didn't. So uh, they took advantage of it. And they to, like I said, move the ball effectively. Uh, those jokes are well coached. And You know, sometimes as a coach, you don't have to get cute. It's working. Hey, let's continue to do it, and that's what they did.
0: Yeah, and so they're up 21-7, to 7, Coach. Again, though, it's really still anybody's ball game. But then again, there comes that ground attack that I talked about earlier, Coach. They're able to uh, drain about four, a little over four minutes off the clock, using about 10 plays. They go right at about uh, 50 yards, using up about half the field. And again, when you're down, you know, uh, th- that's not anything to come that you can't come back from. But when you're already down a couple of touchdowns, your defense is kind of on its heels. It can probably seem unsurmountable. And I would think that with you guys going down twenty-eight to seven, with a little over seven minutes left to go in the game, just not enough time at that point, Coach.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. You know.
0: Uh, you're the
1: first game of the year, so you're going to leave guys in. And, you know, our first group, or whatever, they're, they're still in there, and we're still throwing the ball around and doing all those things. Right. trying to score points because, hey, you know, you're not going to lay down and just and give up and not give our guys credit for that. they they still falling. You know, we're going to fight, and we're going to continue to play as hard as we can play to the end. We know that, you know, we have a, uh, a guy that's going to be a very good quarterback for us. And, uh, you know, when you have these special guys, you've got to give them opportunities to make plays for you, and they're going to take some chances. But the thing that we never got established at the other night was to run. So not being able to run the football effectively didn't really open up what we want to do passing-wise. And then, you know, once again, if I'm not going that, I can't disagree with, you know, kind of what they did. They brought a, you know, a lot of pressure and whatnot, and we did a good job picking up. So, you know, it's one of those things that we're working on this week because – The group that's coming in uh, this Friday night, athletically, they're way ahead of uh, Grayson. athletic perspective. So, you know, you're going to have your hands uh, full again with this group.
0: And we'll talk about uh, that opponent coming up here in just a second. Uh, You had to be pleased even with the loss. Again, your offense looked really good. Uh, Archie wound up with 288 yards passing. And one of his big receivers, uh, Caleb Brown, had a big night.
1: That's true. You know, Caleb is a guy that all off season I tried to tell I mean, the coaches, college coaches, about. He's he's probably the fastest guy we got on the team, and had a big night. He's a guy that worked hard. in last year, I mean, we we had some receivers last year, and he worked himself into that rotation. Therefore, we knew you know what we had coming back with him, and uh, you know, fortunate for us, he he had a very good game. Uh, you know, we would like for him to be one of those game breaking type guys. Uh, whereas or, I should say game breaking tight guys where he's, you know, making more of it. You know, he caught a lot of short passes or whatnot, but we want him to – somebody to slip, do what, make somebody miss kind of like he does in practice. And as they say, uh, as one of my good buddies said, GG get gone." Uh, we need that to happen because, with his speed. So uh, he was a big target, but we've got about three more guys that we can get the ball to that we need to have some uh, – start having some good games for us. But once again, all that starts with the protection up front.
0: Absolutely. As uh, we wrap up uh, with the head coach of the McKeachern Indians, it is uh, Franklin Stevens, kind enough to join us here on our weekly McEachern Indians Coaches Show. All right, Coach. So um, let's talk about your next game coming up. Things don't get any easier for you.
1: No, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's talk about Grayson.
1: Racing looks the way they're supposed to look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when you think about a college team the kids they are going to play at the next level, you just start kind of picking them out and you start going at all the different positions. Yeah, he will, he will, he will, he will. And that's what they look. I mean, they're a long, athletic football team. Uh, they run extremely well at the skill positions and defensive line. Uh, defense line, they're as good as I've seen running to the football and tackling and getting. Getting you on the ground up front, they're big. I mean, you know, they they're so long. You really can't tell really how much they weigh, but you know that there's a there's a lot of guys up front that's gonna play in college and on the next level, and there's a lot of guys on that team that's gonna play on the next level.
0: Absolutely, coach. Well, you know, the thing about it is, uh, again, there's a lot of positives to take from your game. Um. obviously you know uh, what you get with, with Grayson not a whole lot of mystery there and so uh, this is an opportunity for your McEachern Indians football team to bounce back and uh, boy what a big uh, boost it would be for you and your program uh, to even the, uh, the season up at one and one but it'll take a, a great effort without a doubt how'd you guys come out uh, health wise coach uh, as we wind up here talking like, about your like
1: team we, we feel like we're very healthy right now that uh, you know I don't know if me and you had this conversation last week, but you're always on alert or worried that, you know, what's going to happen the next day. You try not to, but you have to be cognizant of it because of the fact that a kid, he leaves, he's your starter. But the next day, he's no longer your starter. That's right. <laughs> Just because of the times that we're living in. And those are the things as a coach, that you're, you're constantly having to prepare for. And, you know, same thing with your coaches. You've got a coach one day, he's coaching this position. And he's down for a while, so you just never know how this thing is going to uh, unfold each and every day. You just, you, you still. I use the term "convinced" because you got so many kids; they begin to fall into a role, and they realize, well, you know, I'm not going to play. Um, so that only they're there on the team, but they're not really into it as it needs to be. And once again, if you're trying to get ones and twos ready, you know, a guy down the line may not be. You may not be focusing on him as much as possible. But, you know, you're trying to get everybody to understand their importance of being written because you never know when the phone's going to ring.
0: Coach, as we wind things up, let's talk about uh, your top performers on either side of the ball. Uh, Offensively, uh, who was the go-to guy for your Indians on offense? Well, of
1: course, we talked about him earlier. That was Caleb Brown. He had a big night. You know, as long as me and you have these conversations, you're going to be like, he's awful. But if I don't write those stats down, I have no idea because of the fact that I I knew, you know, just from hearing coaches talk about this weekend when we go through it, we've got 100 and some yards, uh, which is, you know, great for him. Way to have a, a great opening game, although we win. Uh win. It, it was – I think that was a big night for him, but it would be Caleb Brown. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we've got a guy over there that's – he's supposed to be a guy. He's supposed to be a power five guy. And, you know, that's what he came out and played with. I know he had a – as they do, right he had over 15 tackles uh, the other night, and you know, that's what we're depending on him to do. Uh, when You have those guys. they got to play like that, those guys.
0: Absolutely. Well, Coach, let's put this one behind us. Uh, anything else you want to add?
1: Well, I'll say, I think, was it me? You talked about our punter um, last week, you know.
0: I don't know, you know Coach. Uh,
1: talk about my him. New, my, my, my new guy. Uh, you know, I was worried about our punt situation because, in fact, that Bryson punt, who's our quarterback. But we got another guy who came out, and, you know, he's one of those stories, Kyle Hill, and uh, he uh, he punted for us. And I was a little worried about it because he's never played football. And I said we found him in the off season. Our weight room is above the stadium, and, uh, you know, he's out there in a, doing a science experiment with a class and kicking the ball.
0: Yes, you did he tell me him. about him. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we call down, talk to him. Make a long story short, uh, he ends up punting the other night. and does a great job punting for us, and, you know. And actually, he, he comes in on a punt. He got a big punt return for us. He comes in, and that guy uh, stiffs arms him, and I think the first thing that hits the hits the ground was the back of his head and shoulder pads. But on the next one, he makes a tackle, and I was like, wow. He learned. He learned his lesson very quickly. How about that? He just he went into his life. But the thing that got me was the fact that he uh, kicked the extra point. And when he kicked that extra point, I mean, you could just see the just him jumping up and down, and what he did. I went, you know what? That's why we do what we do, because of the fact that that kid is just it's like he's gonna remember that. And you know, football is not gonna be the most important thing in his life, but he's gonna remember this game. He's gonna remember future games in regards to it. And uh, I was just excited for that kid. and I was thinking, wow, if we all play with that kind of excitement and enthusiasm about what we're doing, that everything that we, that we do, we, we do it in that manner, what we can get accomplished.
0: Great story. And what a positive uh, story and a positive note to end on, Coach. We do appreciate yes. your time today. Coach, we'll talk next week, and uh, we'll be talking about your matchup with Grayson. Want to wish you the best of luck this week, Coach.
1: Okay,
0: thank you. All right, have a good one. There he is, the head coach of the McEachern Indians, Coach Franklin Stevens, joining us today on the McEachern Coaches Show.